Hello, everyone. Welcome to Soulmates Podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Rachel. Hey, and today we're going to be talking about some musical acts from American slash British, I guess just English. Western music versus Eastern music, in quotation marks. Yeah. Well, specifically Western music versus K-pop. Basically, we're giving you the guide on how to convince your friends that only listen to American music to try some K-pop. If you like X, you'll definitely like Y. Like, you know, if you like suffering, you should definitely watch the Death Note movie. (laughs) Stuff like that. Stuff like that, yeah. Just easy, simple, and it doesn't always have to be BTS. No, it, it it really doesn't. I know that it might seem that way sometimes to your friends who do not know K-pop. They probably have seen BTS on late night TV shows and stuff like that. Right. There's more. There is. There's so much more. A wide variety of Korean pop music. That is friendly to Western quote-unquote audiences. <laughs> Right. And, I mean, if your friends just aren't into pop music in general, there's also Korean artists that are not underneath the pop genre. If you are curious about that, just email us directly and I'll give you some uh, advice on that front. But we're talking about pop music today. Yes, Rachel has lists upon lists of curated K&D way back from our radio days. Way back when. So let's get into this pop music. I'm going to start off with uh, an American artist that... I'm pretty sure everyone fucking knows who I'm talking about, but I will give a little bit of background just because I'm anal. Cardi B. Who is this person? Who is this Cardi B? Who is this Cardigan B? (laughs) (laughs) Cardi B, if you ever listen to this, I love you. Rachel doesn't. (laughs) I love you, Cardi B. I'm just just playing. Okay. Cardi B is an American rapper, and she started basically as a stripper. She rose to fame on social media with videos on Instagram and stuff, and I think Vine, when Vine was still a thing. And her thing was, a hoe never gets cold. And she basically became a meme. And um, she used that. <laughs> she started that meme? I didn't even know that. Yeah, that's her. Wow. Yeah, hey. Now I know. So she used her success as uh, as a meme slash uh, internet personality to get cast on Love and Hip Hop, which is a reality show on VH1. And then from that, she released a single called Bodak Yellow. And that basically just went to number one. And now she's featured on every pop song. She has her own song, dropping albums, getting married, having babies. Yeah, no, I think Cardi B is extremely talented, so... And she she released music before Bodak Yellow, but Bodak Yellow was her, like, breakout song. Yeah, for sure. That's Cardi B. Now, if you like Cardi B and your friend likes Cardi B, you should introduce them to Jessie. J-E-S-S-I. No extra E. <laughs> Just yep. Jessie. Jessie. And I feel like Gucci. I feel like Gucci. Yeah, I feel like Gucci. I feel like Gucci. Jessie is also a female rapper, and she was made famous on the first season of Unpretty Rap Star. And Unpretty Rap Star is a pretty popular TV show in Korea. It is a reality competition show specifically for female rappers. 
The first season winner was Cheetah, who I guess you could replace Jesse with Cheetah <laughs> in this comparison as well. But I would say Jesse has more of a I don't give a fuck attitude. Yeah, I would say that Cheetah Cheetah still goes hard. No no doubt about that, but Cheetah is a little less intense than Jesse. I would say that Jesse, yeah, sounds more like Cardi B mm-hmm. and Cheetah is yeah, just a, a step down from that. Cheetah almost does more of like a jazzy rap, if that makes any sense whatsoever, than Jesse does. Yeah, Jesse, she's like, I'm tan, I'm fit. Yeah. I'm gonna bust this bitch wide open. Yeah, <laughs> like, pretty much. Je- <laughs> Jesse's more Jersey Shore than, <laughs> yeah. than anything and else. And surprisingly, someone named Cheetah. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, to each their own. Yeah, but Jessie has been around in the music business since 2005, so don't get it twisted. She actually worked. And then, like Cardi B, used a reality show to start her career. Yeah, to skyrocket her. Yeah. So, hey, female rappers doing it for themselves. So, yeah, Cardi B and Jessie. All right, so uh, my first pick was Luna and Red Velvet. So what <laughs> what do Luna and Red Velvet really sound like to me? So I think that Red Velvet sounds a little bit like Little Mix, mostly because Red Velvet and Little Mix rely heavily on all of the girls listening to each other and creating this beautiful blend of harmony in conjunction with good music behind it. I will argue that Red Velvet's music behind their harmonies is a little bit better than Little Mix's. Um, yeah. Yeah, like, like Red Velvet overall is a group just has such an amazing, like, cohesive sound. But if your friend likes Little Mix, tell them they could take a step up if they just go into Korean pop music and take a listen to some Red Velvet. Like, because the harmonies that they do are amazing. Right, and odds are, if your friend likes girl groups, then they're much more inclined to like other girl groups. Correct, yeah. And there's definitely a lot of girl groups to like in K-pop. But sound-wise, Little Mix and Red Velvet, I think, sound pretty similar. I also think in that mix you can kind of add Luna, but Luna uh, has more of a like an electric vibe, which makes me think that they are more in tune to someone like Grimes. And in fact, one of the Luna subgroups did partner with Grimes um, in one of their songs, one of their most recent songs. So I think that those two groups uh, mirror each other closely. So if your friend likes Grimes um, or more of like a pop electronic alternative-y sound, Luna is probably the best group for them. And they're awesome. They have so many subgroups. <laughs> that and there's like a mythos behind them. Exactly. Yeah, you could really get someone uh, deeply involved with Luna. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so this next one, um, I didn't make this comparison Vice.com did in a video called Tae Yang is the Justin Bieber of K-pop. To the left, to the right, I am a good 
Yeah, I, I, I can see it, but, like, I also don't agree. <laughs> so, I, I saw this, and I was like, what? And then after some thinking, I was like, I see why they said that. So, um, yeah, again, for those of you who don't know who Justin Bieber is, <laughs> um, Justin Bieber basically started as, like, a YouTube sensation. He was this little kid who had a good voice, and he would do covers, and he became famous on YouTube, and then he released pop music when he was, like, a young teen, I would say, and basically he became extremely famous quickly because of his haircut, which was kind of mushroomy. And his very devoted fans, which... Devoted fans? Hmm. Sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah, so so Justin Bieber is known for his singing and his dancing. As he matured, I guess, he started releasing pop music, but with hip-hop influence. And Yang is a member of Big Bang, and he is known for dancing. You might remember his song, Ring-a-Linga. Yeah. Oh, the dancing. So yeah, good. So good. <laughs> um, so yeah, I can see. They're both, um, they both started in pop and then kind of grew to a sound with, that was majorly hip hop influenced, and they're both dancers. Yeah, I can see it. Although I feel like Yang always has had like a more grungy, output than Justin Bieber. Like, early yeah. Justin Bieber was not Taeyang. No, 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 no. No, like, Baby was not Taeyang. No. I can see Justin Bieber now, but, like, back then, no. Take it up with Vice. I will. I'm gonna fight Vice. <laughs> so, moving right along, I felt Emily's concern when I said, Oh, I know a good parallel to Beyonce. <laughs> From behind me, she wasn't even looking at me, but I felt it. Um, but I, but I think I kind of hit the nail on the head here, in my opinion. Hey, <laughs> um, hi, please leave us alone. <laughs> yeah. The, okay. All of this is like general suggestions. If your friend likes Beyonce, you may want to suggest the likes of Boa. And I want to say that because Boa and Beyonce have a similar, like, diva vibe, and they're both very flexible in the genres that they can present. So, like, Boa I've seen do more pop, Boa I've seen do more R&B, like, slow R&B, and Boa I've seen do harder dance music type of thing. It's just like Beyonce can do. Now, Boa has not released an incredible visual album or anything like that, but we're talking about similar artists, not the same artists. But she is releasing music very soon that will probably come out before this episode makes it. So go to YouTube immediately after this listen to Boa's new song, Woman. 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 I also think that, not stylistically, um, but vocal talent-wise, that Ailey also has a similar range to Beyonce. So if you, if your friend just really likes people that can go everywhere with their vocals, Ailey has uh, incredible vocals. 
Eileen is good, yeah. Yeah, she she really does have incredible vocals. So um, if that's what your friend likes, she's a great artist just to um, listen to technically. Okay, so this next one, I mainly said that they should listen to them because they just released the song together. But I do think they have some comparisons. So if your friend likes Dua Lipa, they might like Blackpink. Or as uh, they would say, Blackpink! <laughs> Blackpink! I feel yes. like anytime I say Blackpink, I just hear in my head the faint echo of Blackpink! Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Dua Lipa is a British pop star, and she's known for songs like New Rules and IDGAF. Mm-hmm. So spicy. <laughs> um, she has she has a pretty unique voice. She does. It's it's a little deeper than mm-hmm. most female pop singers. I would say her voice reminds me of Lehigh, but they're mm-hmm. not very similar stylistically. Yeah. And y'all know who the fuck Blackpink is. They're a YG girl group. They debuted in 2016. Um, they have hip hop influence, but it is pop music. People say they're the new 21. I mean, I think that sums it up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Dua Lipa and Blackpink just released a collab song called Kiss and Makeup, and it is like 50% in English, 50% in Korean. That's awesome. And, of course, it's like on YouTube trending right now. Very nice. But, yeah, they just released a song together, so odds are if your friend likes Dua Lipa or, like, I would say almost girl power-ish pop songs. Yeah. They should definitely try Blackpink. For sure. I agree. All right. So next up are <laughs> is uh, our One Direction parallel. <laughs> wow, I really chose all the inflammatory ones. Please don't hate me, guys. Um, <laughs> so, so as far as One Direction goes, um, you know, it's, it's a pretty typical boy band, I would say. What hand motions are you doing? I'm not saying anything. She, she's bracing for impact. Okay. So uh, One Direction has a pretty typical boy band type sound. And I think that some good parallels to One Direction, and there are tons of boy bands, okay, in K-pop, and these are just two. The first being an old one, which is Trax, T-R-A-X. I feel like they have a, a similar sound to One Direction. Same thing with the with the group Boyfriend. And they've been pretty consistent with the way that they sound, and I think that they still have that softer boy band sound, you know, not something like I wouldn't ever say that BAP and One Direction sound the same, because <laughs> they don't, even though they're both boy groups. Um, I would also say that, like, early shiny stuff really sounds like One Direction also. Really early shiny stuff. Like, 
hello version shiny stuff sounds like One Direction to me. And um, we've talked about tracks before in our episode about K-pop groups that are actual bands. So the members of tracks actually play their instruments. So yes. little fun fact. So get, go listen to this. <laughs> I'm giving you guys so much homework. But I go through our archive and um, find that episode, because that's a good episode. Oh, I also think Seventeen is a contender. Also, that sounds a little bit like One Direction. Like, boy groups that don't go as hard, they sound like One Direction. So, Tracks, Boyfriend, Seventeen, Early Shiny, Early Suju, Super Junior, they all kind of sound like One Direction. Or, not not that, but if your friend is interested in One Direction and they like boy groups... Boy, do we have boy groups in K-pop. <laughs> oh, boy! <laughs> oh, boy, indeed. <laughs> Guys, you know how much I love complaining about bird call noises? Ah. Uh, even though I like them. Ah. Uh, they're just so pervasive ah. in every form of music now. Are you done? <laughs> ah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, if you're friends... If they like house music in general, then they probably know of DJ Snake. And I would say if you like DJ Snake, then you probably would like Card. For sure. So DJ Snake is a French DJ slash producer, um, kind of in the same vein of Calvin Harris. You know, they, they get like features to do the vocals and then right. they do all the music. Um, he's known for hits like Turn Down For What um, featuring Little John, Let Me Love You featuring Justin Bieber, You Know You Like It featuring Aluna George. Um, really um, good songs. Earworms. He, earworms. He is pretty much the inventor of the bird call EDM noise and Card definitely uses that a lot. For sure. <laughs> Card is a co-ed group that does a lot of, I would say, tropical slash summer house beats with pop um, and hip-hop influences. Yeah, I think that's a really good description of Card, actually. <laughs> you know. Wow, what a wordsmith. <laughs> no, I do have a degree in journalism. <laughs> <sighs> All right, so here I am taking it back with not a degree in journalism. <laughs> um, so... The next comparison I would like to make is one about Rap Monster. Now, Rap Monster is part of BTS. Right. He's the one that is always speaking at the at all their late night gigs in English because he just happens to um be, I guess, the most fluent. I'm pretty sure he's quadrilingual yes he's he's a genius like he's a legit genius yeah like he, he's <laughs> extremely smart and he raps extremely well he just came out with his new album it's kind of like a mini album he came out with that um october 22nd 
So go give that a listen if you haven't. I really think that his stuff, not only his rap breakdowns within BTS songs, but also his current album, uh, really reminds me of the way that Drake raps, and also the way that Ariana Grande's songs sound. Not the way that Ariana Grande sounds, obviously, because <laughs> Rap Monster does sing pretty well, but, you know, not like Ariana Grande. <laughs> They should so do a collab, though. Wouldn't that be amazing? That would be amazing. If Ariana Grande and Rap Monster did a song together, my heart would just burst. Like, that's He could amazing. be the new Pete Davidson. He could. <laughs> he could, you know? But anyways, I, I think that Rap Monster has an immense amount of talent. So, Rap Monster's new album, the name of the new album is Mono. Um, so, again, if you haven't listened to that, you should go take a listen. I really think that Mono sounds like a, like a softer rap, kind of like Drake does, you know, because some rap songs are really in your face. Mm-hmm. Um, so if your friend likes Drake, if your friend likes Ariana Grande, the way her, the melodies of her song sound, she or they should really um, listen to Rap Monster's new album. Um, I think that's a good comparison for them to make. Also, if your friend likes harder rap, I didn't even write this down, but if your friend is more interested in more of a harder rap sound, you know, GD is a really good one for that. His is more of like a whiny, upbeat, kind of like crazy party rap. If you want a more serious rap, a Zion T and Zyko, both of those rap artists, they're more in your face. Uh, like, Wenny Wenny Wiki is still one of my favorite songs by Zyko, I believe, and... Yeah, those are really good rap artists, too, if your friends were into rap. And then last but not least, Lady Gaga. And you guys are like, who the hell do they think sounds like Lady Gaga? Well, especially because... (laughs) Especially because Lady Gaga doesn't sound like Lady Gaga anymore. Right, especially because Lady Gaga's last album, uh, Joanne, is more, like, Americana more than anything else. Like... We're not talking about that. I'm talking about... We're talking about Lady Gaga. I'm talking about pop Lady Gaga. I really think that Zaya Junsu is a good parallel to Lady Gaga. Now, their stuff does not sound exactly the same, but stylistically, they're very similar. Zaya Junsu likes really bold, weird things for his music videos. The songs are all really catchy and really, like, have a good dance beat behind them. Uh, Zaya himself uh, has an extremely good singing voice, just like Lady Gaga does. So I think that they're a great parallel. Now, Zaya Junsu hasn't released music in a while, because he has been in the military. But even his old stuff, his old stuff mirrors Lady Gaga around the same time period, I would say. Yeah, and for y'all that don't know, Zaya Junsu is a former member of TBXQ, and he does his own thing. His music videos are very involved. He's not afraid to take risks. I would say the number one thing that ties them together is that they are risk takers. For sure. Like, in his music video for Tarn Tali he is in drag. In, In other music videos, he is, like, wearing, I wouldn't say, like, women's makeup but he he's very visibly wearing makeup he's wearing nails he's like he is like 
pushing it. And he's not afraid with choreography. Nope. He always, always, always has really good backup dancers. And they're, they're like of all like shapes, sizes. He has white people, black people, Asian people, like a very diverse group of dancers in a lot of his music videos. And I remember in Tarn Telegraph, there was like some Latina chick who had really big thighs, but they were like muscular because she's a dancer. And I was like, I have never seen that in a K-pop music video. Yeah, no, I I really like Zaya a lot. I would say that if if you really need like a fix... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, and you've like gone through all of Zaya's music. I would say that a good contemporary to Zaya is Taemin. Uh, Taemin is kind of going down a similar path. Not as extreme. Not as extreme at all. But stylistically, I think, uh, Taemin is, is not being as afraid to take more of like an androgynous role to be more risky in that way to be androgynous. So, yeah, definitely. If you have never heard of Zaya Junsu before, look him up. It's X-I-A-J-U-N-S-U. Yeah, like, Rachel and I were going back and looking through his music videos, and I was like, I don't remember this. How could we have slept on it? Like, guys, we've been into K-pop since um 2010, and we're looking at stuff from, like, 2015, and I'm like, I don't remember this. What the fuck? Yeah. How could we have slept on it? Right. So, um, this podcast is now completely dedicated to Girls' Day not breaking up and Zaya <laughs> Dunsu returning from the military. Yes. Man, I can't wait for that. I hope he goes, like, he dives in headfirst again because, like, listening to his music and watching his music videos really makes me miss him a lot. Like, Team talent. <laughs> s- such a bright, creative mind. Bring him back. <laughs> So those are all of our comparisons. Um, if you think that you know a really good comparison, send us an email or um, comment on the Podbean link or comment on Facebook. Just let us know. Soulmatespodcast at gmail.com. If you are trying to get your friends into K-pop, what would you show them? Do you think that you should just lead with showing your friends uh, all the Psy music videos or just BTS? Do you think BTS is the gateway drug for K-pop? Let us know. I think Psy is a really good starting point, actually, because his music videos are very involved. That's true. Um, plus, the music, like, the, the music is actually very catchy and good, and then you can use that to segue and be like, oh, you should listen to this song that he did with this other Korean artist, and then it gets them on a chain, and yes. <laughs> the snowball gets bigger. That is true. That is true. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash soulmatespodcast. You can find us on Tumblr, soulmatespodcast.tumblr.com. You can find us on Instagram, at soulmatespodcast. Send us a a DM or a like or smash that motherfucking like button. (laughs) Heart button. Smash that motherfucking heart button. Double tap it, please. Double tap. Yeah. Email soulmatespodcast at gmail.com. Um, we are on YouTube as well. You can look at some of our past videos. Guys, I know we always say, oh, we're going to do all this shit for the... It's coming. <laughs> it's coming. The YouTube stuff, I swear to God, it's coming. Plus, I will be in Japan in March. And um, when I get back, there will be a ton of new videos. Woo! Woo! Um, yeah, I'm going to Tokyo, and I'm going to be there for nine days So a lot of content will come out of that, and our YouTube will be back. Woo! But before then, I swear, there will be Let's Plays, and it will be Dating Sims. Oh my goodness. (laughs) I bought too many, and I haven't played any of them yet, because I've been stuck on uh, the Overwatch Halloween event, so... Oh my god. Um, so yes. The struggle is real. 
So, I swear to God, the videos are coming. <laughs> Do you want to watch a Let's Play of me just in Minecraft heavy breathing? <laughs> Because I could totally do that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Gay Minecraft. Gay Minecraft. With Emily and Rachel. <laughs> and Nick, I guess, too. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, lots to see that. <laughs> it's all good. I bought Monster Prom, which is a dating sim that is a two-player dating sim. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, we could do that. Guys, it's coming. We swear. <laughs> we swear we just have full-time jobs. Yes. Uh. Oh, yeah, this podcast is found on Podbean, uh, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, iTunes. Just search Soulmates Podcast, spelled like the city in South Korea. Thank you so much for listening to us ramble, and we'll see you next time. See ya!